Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello friends and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. So excited to talk about this subject today because it has been highly requested ever since I announced on Instagram that I had manifested my dream home. So many of you have reached out and asked the all-powerful question, how did you do it? So I'm really excited to share what worked for me as I manifested my dream home, what that process looked like, and why I'm so excited to share these tips with all of you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I am so excited. So a lot of you know that at the end of October, I officially moved into my dream home. So this is a home that's truly continues to inspire me and leave me speechless when I really look around at the space. We're talking exposed brick walls, a gorgeous clawfoot tub. It's in a beautiful, beautiful area of Salt Lake City where I call home. I mean, truly, I don't think I can sum up into words how special this space really is. I spent a number of years living in different places that were livable, but certainly were not my dream home. And I'm sure a lot of you can understand that. It's amazing to be grateful. It's amazing to be able to make do with what's available at the time. But I think we all reach this certain point where we say, I am ready for something a little better. (laughs) Or not a little, a little better, a lot better. And that's the point that I finally arrived to. So a lot of you know, I lived in Michigan for almost four years where I completed my training as a naturopathic doctor. And shortly thereafter, I left. And I left to drive from Alaska to the border of Mexico by myself. It took me almost four months to do that. I had some retreats that I was leading along the way. And when I left for this trip, it was truly an aimless trip. I had no idea where I would end up. I had my most precious belongings in my forerunner with me. Everything else was locked up in a storage unit in Michigan. And all I knew is that I didn't want to live in Michigan anymore. I knew there was something greater out there for me. And I was willing to go out and find it. So when I left Alaska in my car... I truly didn't have a plan. (laughs) There were, you know, things on the radar like Taos, New Mexico, Sedona, places that I had felt really drawn to, but I didn't know where I'd end up. And then in September of 2018, no, excuse me, of 2017, I ended up coming back to Utah where I had grown up to lead a few retreats and I had such a phenomenal time here and it was so special to be by my sisters again, to be able to connect with family. Oh my gosh, the mountains here are just phenomenal. And Utah was a place I'd sworn that I would never live in again. When I left Utah, it was like, bye, nice snowing ya. I am never living there again. My fellow Utahns, I'm sure you've said the same thing. It's funny how we all say it. And generally, we all come back because it really is an amazing place. 
So when I decided to live here again, I was shocked and horrified by my, my own decision. And I had about a week to find an apartment and um, start to settle in here. So I didn't have a ton of time to really find something ideal, but I had um, connected with a landlord that I had years ago, and truly an amazing human being who, who just made the process so much easier. So he allowed me to move into something almost immediately. It was this cute little one bedroom apartment in a really nice area of Salt Lake City. And even though it was literally the world's most generic apartments, I mean, there was nothing, nothing unique about this space. It was so basic, but I had not had a real home in so long that I loved the hell out of this little funny space. Seriously, a lot of people probably would have looked at that, that apartment and been like, mm. I don't, I don't think I can really envision myself here. And to me, it was this blank canvas just begging to be loved. So after four months of living on the road and then years in Michigan of not really having a true home space, this was a godsend. So I moved in and I decorated it really cute and I made it as vibrant as I could. And, you know, being a crazy plant lady over here, stuffed in as many plants as I could. And it was home for a year. And I'm so, so grateful for that space. But after that year, I really felt like I had outgrown the space. And I mean that physically, but more so spiritually and mentally. Um, I think having a, an inspiring home space is so important, especially for those of us who are entrepreneurs who do a lot from home. Um, you know, I do almost all of my work from my kitchen table or my office and so it no longer felt uplifting or sustainable to be in this cramped apartment with really um, interesting neighbors and those ceilings were really low and it just very quickly felt like I'd outgrown the space and I was ready for something new. So I did what we all do, right? I start looking online and I try to see what's available, but the housing market was really hot. And so especially in Salt Lake, I had a hard time finding anything that was affordable. And what I did find was, was gone within a day or two. And so I felt really discouraged and kind of settled into the fact that, well, I guess I'm just gonna be here for a while and left it at that. So there was one really distinct day that began this manifestation process. So you just got a, quite the backstory, but that was necessary to understand this manifestation process. So keep listening, bear with me. There was a day where I was sitting in my apartments and I looked around, this was maybe like October, I don't know, 20th or 25th, towards the end of October, sitting in my apartment, I look around and I say out loud, this no longer works. I no longer allow this to be what works. It doesn't. I'm over it. I'm ready for something better. And this was the first time that I had really proclaimed with clarity that I'm done, <laughs> that this is no longer what I desire. And that was a really powerful moment. So with that clarity, with that full, full clarity to the universe, things began to get set into action for the first time. 
So after I got really clear that this was no longer working, I knew that I should manifest what I do actually want. So I got out a piece of paper and I started to jot down some of the things that I thought would be really ideal in a, in a new living space. So I wanted higher ceilings, I wanted big windows, and I wanted to have maybe just one neighbor. So I didn't want to do the whole apartment thing again. I wanted maybe a duplex or a whole house. I wanted to be able to have space where I felt like I wasn't sardined in around a bunch of people and different energies and Wi-Fi signals and I wanted my own space. I wanted the ability to be outside, whether that was with a porch or a balcony or a backyard. I wanted a space that left me feeling inspired every single day. So I wrote down this very specific list. And this is so key to manifestation, my friends. You must be very, very, very specific. I don't know how many more times I should say that, but if you're taking notes, underline that, star it, put a big smiley face next to it. Be really specific. That is so key. So now with this clarity about what I want, as well as some non-negotiables, I think it's okay to have some non-negotiables. So for me, I wanted it to have a washer and dryer. I'm not doing the laundromat thing. I just feel like I'm at a point in my life where that's no longer gonna work for me. Um, you know, whatever non-negotiables you have, it's okay to have that. So I've got my clarity, I've got my non-negotiables, and now this is the most pivotal part of any manifestation process. I trusted in the universe to guide me to the next step. But before I did that, I did one part of manifestation that is almost always missing from a manifestation workshop or seminar or talk. It's even missing in The Secret, which is a movie and a book where most people these days, it seems like, learn manifestation from. And it is a wonderful process, but they really dropped the ball on one specific area. And that is, you must take the first step to manifest. So if you're manifesting a brand new car, you cannot sit on your couch and visualize that car all day and expect a car to be sitting in your driveway someday. It doesn't work like that. You have to go out and put in at least the first step so that the universe can do its half. We got to think of this as a collaboration, a co-creation. So in this moment, I asked myself, what is the first step? Obviously, with a house, it's easier to figure out the first step. You need to go online and search and see what's available. And I think because I finally had clarity that I no longer, no longer consented to living in this place, and I finally had clarity about what I did want, the universe was like, okay, girl, now we can get to work. Now I can actually start to create something for you. So I got online. I was looking through apartments and homes in Salt Lake City, and then I saw this one. And it took my breath away. It was so beautiful. The pictures were not the best. It was kind of hard to see it. I had sent the picture to my sister, and she was like, are you sure that's what you really want? I don't know how to explain it, though, but I saw something in those pictures. Something in those pictures said, this is for you. And I trusted in that. So I text the owner and he was so kind and he said, you can come meet me tomorrow and I'd be more than happy to show you the space. 
So I'm thinking, oh my God, this is epic. Okay, this could be the house. You know, I'm just totally trusting in the universe. If this is the home I'm meant to have, then that will become really clear. So the next day I go to yoga. <laughs> I guess that's just how the timing worked out. So I show up to see this house and normally I would have put in a little more effort to look really professional because I do think first impressions are important, especially in a business deal. You know, renting a home is kind of a business deal, but I have to just make do with like some sweaty yoga clothes and my hair is just a hot mess. And again, just like universe, if I'm meant to rent this, it's, it's going to be okay that I kind of look like a hot mess. So thanks for understanding. So I go up, he's incredibly kind. He shows me the home. When I walk into it, everything in me says yes. One thing to note here is it was more expensive than my budgets. I had been wanting to find something at a similar price to what I already was paying, which was a really good deal for Salt Lake City. Um, but another part of me understood that this would be a really powerful time for me to expand, for me to find a way or rather trust in a way so that I could afford something much better. You know, there's some truth to the facts or the saying, I suppose, of you get what you pay for. So I was paying pretty cheap rents, but I was also getting the world's most generic apartment with um, somewhat interesting neighbors to say the least. <laughs> so I tuned in and I felt that the price was something I could absolutely do, that I knew the, the price and that the space would only facilitate more abundance for me. And so I said to him, I'm extremely interested. What can I do? He said, go home, fill out the application, and we will go from there. So keep in mind, all of this is happening really quick. So this is, you know, like 20 hours from the time that I first saw the ad. So I go home, I fill out the application, send it to him. I decided to go on a walk in Salt Lake, um, go on an amazing hike. So I'm up on the bench um, overlooking the city. It's a gorgeous day. It's very warm, which was surprising for that time of year. So I'm just in a tank top. I feel so energized and aligned. And then I get a text from him and it says, everything on your application looks phenomenal. Assume it's yours for now, but we'll meet up tomorrow and formally, you know, exchange money. You can get the keys and all of that. And I just started bawling. So I'm up on this mountaintop <laughs> crying, totally ugly crying because I'm so blown away by this alignment. In 24 hours, my dream home presented myself itself. All I had to do was get out of my own damn way and allow it to happen. And that was so powerful to me. And for those of you that manifest regularly, you totally get what I'm saying. You can teach about manifestation all day, but when it actually comes true, it just blows you away all over again. It's just phenomenal to be reminded over and over and over that this really works. So the next day I go, we exchange the money and the keys. And again, this whole process is so seamless. And that's one way to know that what you're manifesting is truly aligned. If there are lots of hiccups or if it's really hard or if you have to really force things for it to work out, that's a pretty big sign that you may actually be on the wrong path, that what's really waiting for you is something else. And the fact that it was so simple and so easy and so aligned just continued to reiterate to me, this is indeed meant for you. You're not fabricating this in your head. 
everything flowed so beautifully. And so let's see, that was like October 28th. So in essence, within 36 hours, I went from sitting in my house, looking around, thinking this is so not working, to having the keys to my dream home. And that was fantastic. I should also add that four days from that, from uh, October 28th, I was supposed to be in Costa Rica to lead a week-long retreat. And so I basically had, again, like three days to move out of my other apartment completely, get into this home. And it was wild and people were were really doubting the process, saying, well, your other landlord doesn't even know that you were thinking to move, so you're going to probably have to pay rent for two months at two places and it's going to be crazy and insert dramatic sentence here. And I'm so grateful that I was able to trust. I reached out to my other landlord. He was absolutely understanding and said, just help me rent it, please. And um, by the first, I had six people lined up for him, (laughs) partly because of manifestation, partly because I'm savvy. And he was just blown away, like, here's your full deposit back. You've been amazing. If you need anything, let me know. The people, new people that I pick will move in tomorrow. So it was just like alignment, alignment, alignment. Here you go. Here is the dream space you've always wanted. Freaking enjoy it. And that was life changing. So I'm going to go through those steps one more time because this could be applied to a home, a partnership, joy, healing a disease, anything that you are working through right now. Okay, so let me go one by one. Number one, get really clear that what is currently in your reality is no longer working. This isn't to say you're ungrateful. This isn't to say that, you know, you're just wanting to complain about something or be unhappy. This is giving clarity to the universe that this is no longer in alignment with what you desire. It's no longer meshing well with your expansiveness. So you're not doing this in an angry way, but you're doing it in a really clear way. This no longer serves me. And then you need to get really clear about what would serve you. So this is when you actually want to get out a piece of paper and write out everything that you desire in this relationship, in this home, in this dream car, in whatever it is you desire. It's also okay to have those non-negotiables. In a relationship, maybe a non-negotiable is, I'm not going to date someone that drinks, or I'm not going to date someone that's emotionally unavailable, or whatever your thing is. This is then when you let go, you let the universe take over You also need to recognize this is your time to take the first step. So if you're manifesting that dream relationship, what can you do right now to get a little bit closer to that? Well, you could go to an event or a workshop or a class that's very much aligned with your beliefs because you may meet someone there. You could sign up for an online course to learn how to be a better communicator. You could do some self-development because Lord knows we all keep Uh, We all need to do more self-development, myself included. It's a never-ending process. What can you do right now to get a little bit closer? And then you must trust through the entire process. One thing I didn't touch on is I was so antsy to get this place. And because I kept receiving these, these little signs like, you can assume it's yours. And, you know, if everything goes well, 
you can have the space, all these little things. It was really hard to not get caught up in that and to just say, oh, well, you know, I really want this and, you know, I'm feeling some lack come up and so maybe I should call him and say, hey, like, just just making sure I can still have it or, hey, maybe, like, can we just meet tonight and I can give you the money? You know, there was part of me that was this, like, needy, clingy <laughs> little creature that wanted to be like, give me 100% clarity that this is mine right now. But that would not have positively affected this whole transaction. What did benefit it was taking a step back and just trusting. Trusting that if this was meant to be, the universe would orchestrate it perfectly. And that's a really valuable tool to have throughout life. So that's the four step process to manifest almost anything. There are more in depth aspects to all of this. You can listen to my other manifestation podcasts, but my friends, I'm just so grateful for all of you. And again, if you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about how much I love this space and you've seen all the pictures and the brick walls. And I've probably said a hundred times that I'm obsessed with the brick walls. Um, and it's just authentic and the amazing thing about manifestation is if you are hearing this and thinking, oh, man, I wish I had my dream home or, oh, she's so lucky, please stop doing that and instead see this as a reminder that you can do it too. I applied some basic principles of manifestation and I manifested what I wanted. And you, sister, can do the same exact thing. So see this as a win. See this as, that's freaking amazing that she did this. Now I know that it's possible and I'm so excited to apply these same things. So rather than seeing it as a competition, see this story as an ally and a catalyst so that you can have and create whatever it is you desire most. And that's an incredible, incredible thing. Thank you so much for tuning in, sister, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.